Hi there, and welcome to the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed for the conscious community to bring awareness to the holistic approaches that help you live your best life. Tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to extract the info you need to heal, transform, and live as your true soulful self. Today, uh, we are blessed to have with us the beautiful Sarah Marie from Aligned Apothecary. So welcome, Sarah, and I'm going to pass it straight over to you. Hey, Kate, thank you so much for having me. Um, I feel so blessed to have connected with you. Uh, A few weeks ago, I think I told you that spirit was kind of giving me a nudge to start talking um, more as my throat chakra was a little bit blocked. So thank you so much for connecting with me. Um, So my name is Sarah Marie. I create handmade jewellery. It's always been a great passion of mine to find a way to incorporate plant medicine and crystal medicine, and now also as well, um, some aspects of animal medicine. Uh, So as I'm going along, I'm learning all the time. Uh, And so I guess like that's where this manifestation occurred was I eventually found a way that I could coat uh, aspects of um, crystals and plants in copper. So that I could, first of all, I guess, encase and immortalize uh, the plant spirit uh, energetic alignment, um, but then also add crystals as um, also an alignment, but also decoration as well. So, Mm. yeah, so I guess like that's kind of where um, I got really excited when I found this particular um, modality, I guess, of jewelry making. Uh, and uh, have been really blessed on my journey so far. I've uh, been creating jewellery now for a bit over a year, uh, and I've met some really amazing souls, so I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, I absolutely love your creations that you do, and I'm sure that you'll be able to later on, um, for those that are watching the video version, just maybe show a few, but the name of your business really stands out to me, and it did from the moment I saw it, and it was Aligned Apothecary. Are you able to talk into that name a little bit more? Yeah, so I guess like um, in the past, I've had a few different uh, business ideas and inspirations uh, and names have always been something that uh, I've really put a lot of thought into because I believe that they carry their own Mm. uh, energetic alignment. So even like your own name has an energetic alignment for your life path and so on and so forth. So Mm. I guess like to me, it's really important what I um, what I was going to name this particular business because I finally found something that I really connected with and that really allowed me to explore my creative potential um, across so many different platforms, I guess, of um, energy medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so first of all, I guess like alignment was like the first thing I kind of thought of. And I was like, yes, alignment, because I'm aligned, first of all, with this mm-hmm. particular venture. And then it made sense on so many levels, like I'm aligning a, a certain soul with uh, an energetic alignment of plant medicine and crystal medicine. Mm. Um, and then through that alignment, they're feeling more at ease uh, and less in dis-ease. Uh, mm. So, you know, when you're aligned with energy, you kind of feel that, um, I don't know, it's almost like you feel free mm. to do what you really need to do in any moment. Um, so aligned was kind of the first name that came up. And then I really wanted to call it apothecary with the C, like, you know, the old school, like apothecary yeah. that had like the medicines and all that kind of stuff. Cause I, I feel very connected to that kind of 
moment in time as well where we were all you know potentially witches and whatnot yeah, totally. <laughs> mixing our potions and having yeah. our you know like um making our own medicines and mm. stuff like that so I guess like I wanted to bring that name apothecary into this kind of new age um where to me the medicine is energetic not so much physical mm. um but yeah so then I guess like apothecary with C was taken and so I thought what else can I do and then I thought well if I, I use a K instead of a C then it's kind of to me it felt a bit more modern but then also I um, google searched the K one day and the meaning of the letter K and there's actually really magical alignments to that as well so oh, without awesome. even knowing <laughs> yeah. so without even knowing I kind of like fell upon and it was probably meant to be but I kind of fell upon this name that kind of made sense to me and then I always kind of thought like AA was kind of cool. So I could use like the elements of, you know, the triangles and stuff like that. Oh. I was like, maybe I can use like the triangular elements to do the AA. Very cool. <laughs> and, and I absolutely love your pieces. They are so much more than like a, a necklace or, or a brooch or, you know, something that there's just even looking at them, I don't have my own yet, but even just looking at them, I'm like, whoa, like that is amazing. <laughs> and I get this like rush of energy through my body so I do you create them individually for a specific person or does that person sort of look at your stuff and go oh my goodness and it and they're attracted <laughs> to that like how has it come about um I, I think like yeah it's multi-layered and I think like depending on the person you know like I I offer obviously custom pieces where I'll talk to a person and say like you know what are you going through in your life right now like mm -hmm. what kind of energetic alignment might help you move forward with either confidence or be more relaxed mm -hmm. or you know and then I can pair together like a plant medicine and a crystal medicine and say like lavender and amethyst is a really nice pairing oh, so yeah. like, I could put like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like that calming feeling of the lavender and then with the amethyst it helps you on an intuitive level so it's like mm -hmm. you know how intuitively can I move forward with you know what's happening in my life right now so it can be both ways or then otherwise, um, yeah. So what I've started doing, the last series that I did was a limited series called Atlantis. So mm. I kind of felt like instead of just doing uh, random pieces here and there, I thought if I can concentrate on um, like a whole series and do like a limited series, I can concentrate all of my energy into that. And it can be like a more, I guess like a more refined energetic alignment yeah. and a more honed and more powerful, I felt like that was kind of the answer moving forward. So mm. I did a lot of coatings in the Atlanta series and a lot of platonic solids and sacred geometry and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so just to really bring through the energies that I felt were aligned with Atlantis, you know, mm. if you believe in, in that kind of stuff. So. And what did you love about that series, the Atlantis series? Uh, I kind of feel like personally, um, I feel like that lineage is it resonates with me on some level um and I'm very drawn to um I've kind of had a thing in the past where I need things to be perfect like I need it to be really straight lines really precise mm -hmm. and I guess like for me Atlantis is kind of like that um it's it's a very um focused energy uh it's a very magical energy and it's a very expansive energy so I guess like I really enjoy the idea of coding and stuff like that as well that that we can create something and um, put an intention into that, mm. that there is particular codings for 
people that want to unlock certain parts of their life potentially or you know like and so it's like embedding those particular codings energetically into a piece or like the platonic solids as you may know are you know sacred geometry that already has codings you know encoded into those lines and the dimensions and stuff like that so I love sacred geometry oh my goodness (laughs) I could just look at it all day long yeah so so when you say platonics what does that mean I think it's just the name um, Plato. So mm-hmm. I think that the, the platonic solids came from Plato back oh, when awesome. he was, you know, the mathematician, I think he yeah. was. Um, and so he was one of the first ones to um, either channel that information mm-hmm. of those particular um, shapes uh, that made up the um, platonic solids. Um, so it was kind of like the shape that then turned into a 3D mm-hmm. um you know element I guess and so that's what the platonic solids are yeah yeah and have you got your idea for your new series that you're doing has that um, been birthed yet yeah definitely so I guess like it was funny when I was like thinking of what series to do first I got the message really clearly it was like start from the start you know like Atlantis is at the start and then now I'm gonna do Lemuria so like the next one is like Lemuria which is like to me, Lemuria will be like more elemental energy. Mm-hmm. So um, so kind of fairy energy maybe, um, working in more organic material and stuff like that. So with mm-hmm. Atlantis, I didn't do any, like I didn't go into the garden and pick up any like, you know, um, uh, organic material and encase that in the copper. I just used crystals and copper. Like that mm-hmm. was it. Cause I felt like that was a more clean energy in a way. Um, Mm. not that organic energy is not clean but it was like less yeah yeah, in a way that kind of made sense to me and now Lemuria is going to include more kind of organic material as well as elemental energies and um, flowers and stuff like that potentially so Mm, how exciting (laughs) I can't wait to see some of the creations so you mentioned their copper that you work with copper how do you work with that um, mineral so the setup that it is, it's called electroforming. So um, it's basically based off uh, an electrical circuit and an acid copper bath. Mm-hmm. So I have copper plates on each side um, of the, um, so negative and positive. So I think on the negative ends, I have the copper plates hanging in the bath. And then the acid copper solution um, eats away the particles of copper from the plates and then the jewellery kind of hangs in the middle of the bath where those particular copper particles are attracted into the middle onto the jewellery. Mm. So then that, those particles of copper over hours and hours slowly build up to provide a plate. So like an, an, a fairly even um, copper plate. So, mm. yeah. So eventually the copper will go where I want it to go and form that coating on the piece. Oh, how fascinating. I'd be so tempted to keep bringing my jewellery out of the bath to look at it. Is it something you've got to leave in there? Yeah, I mean, you can you can check it as much as you want to. And, yeah, like when you first start doing it, you're like, you can't wait. You're like, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to keep checking it. But, yeah, and, I mean, the, the thicker that you want the copper plate to be is how long you leave it in the bath. Oh, and I understand. Kind of stuff. So yeah. if you only want, like, a thin plate, then you would only leave it in for a shorter amount of time. So. Yeah, yeah, so I, I know um, we spoke about you um, encasing like plant medicine into the copper. Can you uh, talk into that a little bit? Yeah, like, and I guess like that was one of the most exciting parts for me because 
I had, did, had done a silversmithing course years ago um, because I wanted to make jewellery and I wanted to kind of encompass the plant medicine with the crystals, but I just didn't know how to do it. Um, and in the start, I was kind of taking, because I'm a photographer as well, so I was like taking photos of the plants mm -hmm. and then I was like setting the photos in resin and then like um, surrounding that with like a silver edging. Mm -hmm. um, but it kind of didn't really excite me. I was like, yeah, but you know, and then now like cut to like a year ago and I finally found this way that I can coat something in copper. So I, I can literally pick a leaf. Like, so I have basil plants and stuff out the back. So I can literally like pick a leaf off the plant, dip it straight into my graphite um, coating and then put it straight into the copper bath and it mm. will um, get the, it's almost like freezing that leaf in time. So you're almost like, you know, it's like immortalizing that energetic yeah. alignment. And so I think like the most exciting part about it is that that energetic alignment, so that's like the basil leaf in there. Mm. And so the best part about it is that you can, you can really feel that energy mm -hmm. in there like that. And I guess like that's the intention as well. You know, like I'm always conversing with the plant spirits and stuff like that. And I'm thanking them for, mm. first of all, like being in this space so that I can work with them and then asking them what wisdom they want to imbue or, as well, like in the piece. So it's like working on all different levels and then physically having it, being able to hold it, but also feeling that energetic alignment as well. Um, so, yeah, so that's like was the most exciting part. I was like, finally, I can like put all this stuff together and yeah. it just felt so good. <laughs> it does feel good just listening to it. And, and even just looking at that, those that are listening to the audio version, jump onto um jump onto either Sarah's website or onto the YouTube just to check out like when you look at those basil leaves in that beautiful like solid ring you're like yeah. oh wow you know it's not just a oh yeah there's a leaf it, it's so much more than that and does the circle that they're in that um tight copper circle have any significance as part of the piece as well um so I guess like I've it's all about me seeing I guess like when I work with the elements I kind of see how they want to be displayed mm -hmm. and I think like a circle has always had um, symbolism attached to it you know like especially like women's circles and I think there's like a real sense of like femininity and goddess energy attached to a circle um, so I think that and I, I just feel like the circles just kind of work like it's almost like rounding off energy or in, enclosing energy or I don't know, like it kind of just feels, it feels right. Like mm -hmm. I could potentially do, I guess, like different shapes and stuff like that because I actually create the circles with the wire and then I attach it. So, so I just have heaps of like copper wire and stuff like that. So like, you know, just like that. And then I cut it to the, 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 the length and all that kind of stuff that I mm -hmm. want. And I kind of like put it on there and then do the process and, yeah, so it's all it's all for me. It's like the intuition and the seeing and the the mm. feeling of the piece and the size and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so how did you get into this beautiful work that you're doing right now? Was there a pivotal point or, or a stage in your life where you're like, yes, you know, <laughs> this is it? <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, not funnily enough, but uh, so about a year ago, my partner had a pretty bad accident. Um, he got a depressed skull fracture and a subsequent um, brain injury. Um, so that was a pretty obviously intense time for mm -hmm. us. We didn't know what was going to happen. 
Um, it was really great that I myself am an energy healer and I know some really powerful energy healers in my circle. So, um, so we were able to help Troy, you know, come and obviously he had great care physically. So mm-hmm. the hospital that he was in was like number one. And so like, that was great. So he kind of had healing on all levels, which I believe is like a really important, mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of feel like, you know, Western medicine is only like such a fraction of the holistic approach to well-being. you know, like I kind of, and, and Troy just come back to like who he is now is like a real testament to that. Like that if you can get that energetic healing on all levels and even on a soul level, I mean, when he was in the coma, like he was in an induced coma for a while, you know, he was like visiting people astrally, like my friends, like especially the ones that were actually doing the healing work on him. Um, so um, it was really funny. My friend Tash, like she was like one of the real, really amazing forces um, in helping Troy she's like she's vegetarian and has been for a really long time but she's like does Troy like burritos and I'm like why (laughs) and she's like well I was in the shop the other day and I had this real craving for burritos and this is when Troy was like still in the cobra I'm like well actually that was like our thing like every you know once a fortnight we'd go and get you know burritos (laughs) He's so like, get me out of this so I can yeah. have my burrito. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so anyway, sorry, bit of a tangent. Um, but yeah, so that was the reason that I started the jewellery and had the opportunity, I guess, mm-hmm. to start the jewellery was because I was at home caring for Troy full time. Mm-hmm. So I had some time. And, you know, everything, always, like not always, but quite often things happen all at once. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, it was a really intense time, but it was probably amazing timing for me because it gave me an opportunity to get healing from the crystals and the plants at the same time as I was starting the business. So it was kind of probably on all levels, it was like kind of worked in perfectly. So, yeah. Yeah, such a pivotal point in your life for sure. And it is, I think it definitely, you know, as tragic as it was for your poor partner, it definitely mm was meant to happen. I remember you saying when I, when you first shared that story with me, like, you know, that was probably your sole contract and you and him had a conversation <laughs> where you're like, perhaps we could have done it in some other way that didn't involve <laughs> you having to be in a coma. Like, yeah, pretty full yeah. on. <laughs> perhaps <laughs> next time a little less intense would be. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Um, and it's, so you, your family all sort of get involved in the making or are they just standing back and appreciating your mag- your genius? Um, well, yeah, I mean, Troy's great. Like if he can help, he will. But, you know, he's often said like it's not really his thing, you know, like what to put with what and stuff like that, yeah. which is totally fine. But if I do need help with, you know, machines or something, because yeah. I've also started <laughs> I've also started doing um, another um aspect of jewelry called tensor rings so like with the tensor rings there's a lot more kind of it's going kind of back to my silversmithing days where I have to like you know make the the wire rings and then solder them and stuff like that so Troy's Mm -hmm. kind of been helping me in that way but yeah oh Um, tell me more about these tensor rings that name really stood out to me when you were talking about it just then um so with the tensor ring I'll just grab one so with the tensor rings there's actually um, a lot of science behind the tensor rings. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there was a gentleman years ago 
and I'm not going to guess the year because I don't really know, but uh, his name was Slim Sperling. And so he did a lot of work um, potentially that he started channeling with and then he started really researching. Mm -hmm. So he found out that if you just get like a, a piece of wire, a copper wire, and you cut it like just a single piece and then you solder the ends, um, using some kind of electronic device, he picked up that out of one side of the ring, it was positive energy and coming out of the other side, it was negative energy. So it was almost like a balanced mm. um, toroidal field or something like that. Um, so then he got the inspiration to get a, a piece of copper wire, turn it back on itself and then twist it in a positive direction. Oh, wow. and, then once, and then once you, so you've got the wire and you twist it. And then once you put that back on itself and solder it, he then found out with the electronic equipment that there was actually a positive energy coming from the front and from the back. So mm -hmm. it was like he figured out this way to emit this powerful energy that's scientifically proven that it's an electrical circuit and the positive energy comes out of both ways. So when you wear it, you're getting oh, positive wow. energy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that was like something that Slim Sperling had started decades ago. Um, mm -hmm. And he was getting his uh, sacred um, measurements from uh, sacred sites around the world, like the Great Pyramid in Giza. Um, there was a number of sites where he was getting these um, lengths and then cutting and then doing really precise circles. Um, so that's what the work that he had done. And then when he passed over, he was actually helping people who wanted to create these tensor rings on an, a spiritual level so he yeah. if you called him in he would actually come to you on a spiritual level and help you create these rings and he yeah. still does to this day right yeah. so but there is no such thing as time so yeah. anyway so that's what he did and then this amazing um, team over in America Twisted Sage Studios they kind of took that to the next level so it was a brother and sister team mm -hmm. so Brian Besco and Brenda I think it is um, so Brenda would channel um, information um, from spiritual planes and then Brian was the one that was really science-based and he was the one that was like doing the real physical creation of the rings so what they then did and took it to the next level was they kind of I guess like you know these planes of existence exist like plant realms and mm -hmm. you know um, you know crystal realms and stuff like that so elemental realms so they already kind of exist they're like etheric planes but what they did was they set up this space where they could call in different energetic alignments to different rings and then that they would hold that alignment. And also when you're twisting the copper, you're in, intending that particular alignment into the ring because apparently there's microcrystals in the copper wire mm -hmm. as well. So when you twist it, you're kind of setting that intention forever into the ring and you never have to actually... Um, you never have to uh, cleanse the rings or anything because it's always locked into those etheric realms. So the multidimensional realms sort of in the all that is. And so it's always getting that constant upgrade of energy and constant um, energetic alignment. So It fascinates the absolute heck out of me. And I know when you first showed me one of those rings, it wasn't just like a circle. It just actually like hit me like, what yeah. is that? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so do you like really enjoy the creation mode of that particular ring? Like it would be so much better than just sitting and twisting. There'd be so much more in it. Yeah, I guess so. And I think like it's not just, and I think it's not just about, you know, the physical creation. It's about 
understanding that when you're in the heart space and you're connected to, you know, the earth and, you know, the all that is the source energy, you're kind of in this space of no time and like real magic, you know, like, and I think like that is the thing that excites me the most is actually being in that space where you're communicating and channeling this information. And it fit like the feeling that you get when you're doing it is so real. And it's almost like, you know, it's more real than what I'm doing, you know, day to day kind of stuff, you know, like that's, that's where my excitement and my joy is, is like in that space where unlimited potential, you know, like it feels so powerful as well when you're in that alignment. So I think like, that's more like what I really enjoy and then getting confirmations in your external reality. So like, you know, these, the rings that I personally channel, um, they're actually connected to the Australian grids because I think it's really important because we're physically in the location of Australia. I feel like we're here for a reason, you know, and I feel like we need to really connect with this space to clear any, you know, non-beneficial old patterns, programs, events that may have occurred here. We're here for a reason, you know, and what the first rings that I've created that I've channeled are to do with like the rainbow serpent, the dragon lines, and all of the grids that exist in Australia and stuff like that. So it's like, for me, like, that's where I'm going to be moving forward with it. Um, Brenda and Brian at Twisted Sage Studios have an amazing range that they've channeled Mm. and they've put their alignments in, but they're in America. So I kind of feel like, you know, exactly. The more people we get doing this kind of stuff here, the more, and they say like every tensor ring that you create is helping the earth, like literally helping the earth. Goose is right up my back into my hair. I want to make a tensor ring. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and there's heaps of cool videos out there, like YouTube videos on tensor rings and how to make them. Like, it's not difficult. You just need to be in that space of love and in good intention, you know, and you know when you're in that space. So, so this is kind of putting you on the spot a bit. Do you, but do you feel like that's something you'd ever teach, like to a group of people wanting to to create their own tensor ring? Um, yeah, I definitely think so. Like, it's really interesting because as I was saying to you yesterday, it's almost like it's not very often that you come upon a new thing in your life and there's all this information attached to it, but it's almost just like you, you pick it up straight away and like. I was only making these rings for like a week and someone would ask me about it and I'd be like, oh, well, blah, 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 you know, yeah. like this is this. And I'm like all this information was just like coming through, coming through. And I'm mm. like, oh, and even now I'm like goosebumps all over, you know, like it's just like it just feels like something that I've done before or that, yeah. that I know about anyway. Mm. Um, so I love that kind of alignment where I'm like, oh, cool yeah oh my god I love it yes all right well watch this space there may be like some tensoring education coming out listeners um so for anyone sort of wanting to find out more about the pieces that you make or even to contact you to you know have their own piece made or to find out about this new series that you're doing what advice would you have for them um, so I'm on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I've got a website as well. So it's all aligned apothecary just with a K in the apothecary, mm-hmm. not a C. Um, but yeah, and I'm totally open to, you know, like if you want a specific, um, piece made for yourself, um, I can do a lot of organics so I can do, even I have a range of like butterfly wings and stuff, but I think the butterfly wings is going to come through in the Lemuria 
um, mm. series. So they I've are already, beautiful. Oh my gosh, they are I've, next level. I've already like um, put some in resin. So yeah, so like they'll be coming out as well. But yeah, definitely, I love to connect with people. And you know, if you're on this path, it really excites me because it's amazing when you can be in alignment you know like I think like that's the main thing it's like finding the things that make you feel good and make you feel like anything is possible you know like I think that's what alignment is to me it's like what exciting things can I manifest for myself in my life right now you know like what what do I really want to do what excites me you know like so yeah I guess like I love that I love connecting with people like yourself and yeah so uh I don't Thank know. <laughs> you. I resonate so deeply with what you just said. Is like, like, what in life do I truly desire? Well, let's make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think like once you're honest with yourself and you're just like, I'm just going to give everything I've got. If I fail, oh, well. But, you know, like, and I think like my life has kind of been like that since my awakening in 2012. Like, oh, well, you know, like I've only got this one particular lifetime as Sarah yeah. Marie, you know, mm-hmm. I might as well see what I can do with it you know I'm not going to be here again might be someone else but you know like at the moment this is the tools that I have and how can I either help people or inspire other people or Mm. you know just have fun in my life you know and that's what I'm all about oh thank you so much such (laughs) wisdom there at the end you know my two favorite sayings are or the things I seem to say the most lately are it is what it is and they only know what they know (laughs) but yes Thank you so much, Sam Marie, yeah. and check oh, out all you. of her socials and all the amazing, beautiful art pieces yeah. and the new series coming out. I'm super excited about. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye.